Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. One of the things that I've done during this podcast, and I do it during sermons and in classes that I teach, is to share some of my interests, to use my interests as metaphor, sometimes as texts, to help clarify, to help explain Jewish traditions and Jewish thought. I do that First of all, because it comes naturally to me to be able to talk about something that excites me. And secondly, I do it to encourage you, to encourage the listener to do the same with your life. To look at the interests you have, uh, the passions you have, the hobbies you have, and see if you can find ways to use those to teach others, maybe about Jewish tradition or about other things, because it can be very captivating when you're sharing something that you really are passionate about and using it to elucidate some area of thought or some idea. And so in this episode of the podcast, I want to share with you an interest that I haven't talked very much about in the podcast, and that is my fascination with geography. Ever since I was a little kid, I have loved geography. I love maps. I love lists of cities. I love to go to new cities and learn my way around. I, I, I love to travel to new places. This has really been a passion of mine ever since I was a little boy. And I'll explain to you, I'll demonstrate that to you in a few moments. So I want to tell you two stories from my life that stem from my, from, uh, my years, my being a very little kid and want to share with you how those can shed some light on a very important issue within Jewish tradition. I'm not going to try to fool you, though, and keep you in suspense. Let me tell you what the issue is that I want to talk about. I want to talk about tshuva, about repentance in Jewish tradition. The theme of repentance is the major theme of the High Holy Days, of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Aseret Yemei Tshuva, the first 10 days of the month of Tishrei, including Yom Kippur, are referred to as the 10 days of repentance, Aseret Yemei Tshuva. The whole idea of repentance in Jewish tradition is returning to a proper path, self-evaluation, consideration of how we need to change our lives. And that's really what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is about. We phrase it, we, we, we cast it in the idea of God judging us, but really we're the ones who are judging our lives and evaluating how we feel we're doing in, the, in, in this uh, desire to live a, a meaningful and productive life. But Shuva can't start on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Our rabbis taught that the entire month of Elul, the month that we began this week on the Jewish calendar, is the time for tshuva. During this entire month, we are to dedicate ourselves to self-evaluation, to seeking reconciliation with God, with ourselves, with our friends, with our family, so that as we enter into the High Holy Days, we can make commitments for the new year knowing that we're already on the path towards change. So, tshuva, repentance, could be good at any time of year, of course, but particularly in the Jewish tradition, begins, the active period of tshuva begins with the month of Elul. So now let me turn to geography. When I was a kid, and we would take trips 
in the state of Massachusetts, where I was where I was born, I would always bring with me, and I'm talking when I was six or seven years old, I would always bring with me a little notebook or a little pad of paper, and I would write carefully the name of each town that we went in as we and, and that we entered, each town or city that we entered as we went on this trip. I usually was able to keep the interest in that up for about 15, 20 minutes, which is pretty good, maybe a little bit longer. But it was my way of, I think, reflecting this great interest I had already, this budding interest in geography. Now, how could I do that? How did I know what town I was in? Well, that's where the state of Massachusetts comes in. Actually, I should be more precise, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I should be careful about that. That's where the Commonwealth of Massachusetts comes in. Because all of Massachusetts is divided into cities and towns. There's no county area. There's no um, townships. When you go from one city or town to the other, there's a border and you cross directly from one town to the other. And Massachusetts is very precise about this in terms of its road signage. From a very young age, I learned to love what are known as entering signs in Massachusetts. And anybody who's traveled in Massachusetts extensively will know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, uh, just go to a, a search engine on the, computer, on, on the internet and type in uh, Massachusetts entering signs and you'll see what I'm talking about. People, even today, as I am, are fascinated by these signs. In, in fact, a whole industry has grown up now of making souvenirs, keychains, magnets, things like that in the shape of these signs. The signs all look the same. They're a very distinct shape, which you can notice from way down the road with the word entering at the top, a small print, the date of the establishment of the city of town in the middle around the seal of the state of Massachusetts, and at the bottom, the name of the city or town you're entering. So what would happen on, on our trips? I would keep an eagle eye out for this uh, uniquely shaped sign. Before you knew what town you were entering in, you could see the sign, so you knew you were about to enter into new territory. In fact, I still remember if my eyes would wander, if my thoughts would wander and there would be sign up ahead, my dad would say to me, hey, Robert, look, there's an entering sign coming up. And I would know to, to, to start to look, to wait to be able to read the, the print at the bottom to see what town we were going into. And even as I driven through Massachusetts as an adult on the back roads, which I love to do, if I saw a sign ahead, I tried to guess in my mind what town we're entering in because you could always see the contour of the sign before you knew what town you were entering. What does this have to do with Chuva? The month of Elul is the first glimpse we have of the sign of the new year. It's not quite on the horizon, but it's way down the road. We see the contour. We know it's going to be a new year, but we don't know the details yet. We don't know what kind of year it's going to be. So in the time that we have, when we see that signpost down the road, until we get there, which in Jewish tradition is the month of Elul, we have the opportunity to consider what we want that sign to read what we want the specifics of the new year to be, how we want to behave in the new year, how we want to react to events because we can't control all events. We all know that. But how are we going to react to the events, to the situations the new year might present to us? What goals do we have? What ideals do we have? 
what changes do we think we need to make? So the metaphor I want you to think about, the image I want you to think about, is that uniquely shaped sign down the road that tells us we're about to enter new territory, a new year. But it's a blank slate. Before we get to it, though, we can fill in some of the letters on that sign that will tell us this is the way we want this year to go. So I want you to consider Elul to be that signpost that catches our attention, that tells us prepare to enter new territory, but leaves it up to us to decide to a great extent, proactively and reactively, what kind of year we want it to be. That's my first metaphor for tshuva. Now something much more specific, also from my youth. When I was 11 years old, our family took a trip down the East Coast, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch country, Williamsburg, Virginia. It was, a, it was a great trip. I talked about it in the book that I wrote and told some stories from it. Very meaningful to me. But one of the most important aspects of that trip to me took place on the first day we had decided that we weren't going to go all the way to Philadelphia, actually Pennsylvania Dutch country, which was our first stop. My father decided he didn't want to go the whole way the first day. So we uh, were overnight in a hotel in, in, the, in the New York City area. I had spent my entire life up to that point in the six New England states in New York and a quick trip to Canada as well. But in terms of the states, only in seven of them. And I made a commitment that day that I was going to, I was so excited about going into New Jersey the next day, which I had seen so many times from our trips to New York City, but never had been in. I was so excited about going to New Jersey. I made the commitment to myself that I would go to all 50 states someday. That was how excited I was about going into New Jersey. And it took me 44 years from that moment to finish my goal. It was a goal that stood with me that I, that, that I wanted so badly, and I made it in the year 2010, walking across the border from South Dakota into North Dakota and saying the Shekhianu, that I had accomplished this goal. And really, it was, very, it, it was very meaningful to me in two ways. First of all, because I wanted to be in all 50 states, but also, we all have goals or objectives we set for ourselves. Some of them are serious. Some of them are a little bit frivolous, but they, they become goals for us. And it's wonderful we, when we can achieve them. And I felt so good about accomplishing that goal. I felt so good about it that that Rosh Hashanah, four months after crossing into North Dakota, I shared my thoughts with the congregation on the first night of Rosh Hashanah. I always wrote a prayer or more, really more a charge, an encouragement to read on the first night of Rosh Hashanah in our synagogue as a way of encouraging people to think about things they should consider for the new year. And I often based it on my experience or the experience of the community. And in this particular case, I based it on my experience. My charge was based on the 50 states, or at least some of them. I didn't mention all 50, but that would have taken too long. And what I decided to do was focus on the nicknames of some of the states. And I want to share it with you as you start your process of tshuva during the month of Elul. Here, here's what I share with the congregation and what I'd like you to consider.
In the new year, may we find meaning and inspiration and encouragement all over the map. In tribute to New Hampshire, the granite state, may we be strong as a rock when faced with the difficulties and tribulations of life. As Bob Dylan wrote, may we have a strong foundation when the winds of change shift. In tribute to Pennsylvania, the Keystone State, may we recognize the important and essential elements of our lives. Just like the Keystone holds the arch together, may we recognize what holds our lives together. Protect that aspect of our life and nurture it and never take it for granted. In tribute to Wisconsin, the Badger State, may we finally learn to stop annoying others with constant complaining and criticizing. Let our old arguments or disappointments go and find ways to offer gentle, constructive criticism instead of badgering others. We should also give ourselves a break for badgering ourselves can sometimes be as toxic as badgering others. And then in tribute to Tennessee, the volunteer state, may we take the time we save from not badgering others to use that time to make the lives of others better. Volunteering our time, our energy, our resources to make this a better world. And we all need a break even from the most important aspects of life, such as volunteering. So in tribute to Kentucky, the bluegrass state, let's take pleasure in the music that moves us opera, rock, country, whatever it is, may we find our lives calmed and sweetened by the melodies and rhythms presented to us. And if you're not a music lover and the garden is more your style of relaxation, you can thank New Jersey, the Garden State, for that inspiration. In tribute to Montana, the treasure state, may we always recognize that life is a treasure and that life must be cherished and embraced at all times. And in tribute to Oklahoma, the Sooner State, may we stop procrastinating and make these changes now. And finally, in celebration of Alaska, known as the last frontier, may we never think we've reached the last frontier for no matter what accomplishments we've achieved, no matter how many goals we've attained, no matter how many long-standing objectives we've crossed off our list, there's always another goal and another dream waiting around the next bend in the road. As we enter into this period of tshuva, this period preceding the new year, may we think about how important tshuva, repentance, returning is. And when we think about the goals that we have for this new year. Until next time, thank you.